Hi everyone, today we're going to be talking about some different words for I, as in I or me. In a previous post, we talked about how the word ngani can mean my or I, depending on context. But there's another word for I as well, which is ngato, and all of these words can be translated as I in different circumstances. So today we're going to explain the difference between ngani and ngato. Now, to do this, you need to know a little bit about grammar and about how verbs and other words in the sentence go together. When we think about a verb, we can think about the people who are people or things who are doing the actions of the verb. Um, so, for instance, if I talk about the verb to go or going away or something like that, then if I say the sentence, I'm going away, there's just me that's uh, involved in the action of the sentence. There's no one else. But if I say I'm looking at my chickens, uh, which I'm actually doing, although you can't see that, uh, then there are two sets of people or things involved in the action this, uh, of, of seeing. So there's me, the person doing the seeing, but there's also the chickens, the, uh, the things that I'm looking at. Okay. Or if we talk about the chickens are um, uh, eating chicken scratch, then the chickens are doing the eating and the chicken scratch is the stuff that's being eaten. Okay. So verbs like go have one participant, one, uh, one person involved in the action, and verbs like see or eat have more than one. They have two. They have the thing that's doing, the thing or the person that's doing the action, um, and the, uh, the thing that's undergoing the action. Okay, so um, this is actually one of the differences between ngani and ngato. Uh, so ngani is used with verbs that only have one participant. Uh, in technical terms, they're verbs that don't have an object. So they're verbs like the go away uh, verb, where there's only one person doing the action of the verb. Okay, so if I wanted to say I'm going away in uh, Galilee, I would use ngani. So ngani yantabara. Okay, I wouldn't use ngato there. Um, so, and all, all, pretty much all verbs that have just one participant use the, uh, use the ngani form. Another place where we can think about number of participants and whether we should use ngani is with uh, what are called reflexive verbs. So reflective verbs, uh, reflexive verbs use the, uh, the form uh, self, uh, like I, I kicked myself or I washed myself. Okay, so in that case, uh, there's two places for two people or two things in the action. Uh, so, you know, I can say I washed my kid or I washed the dishes. But if when I'm washing myself, I'm, there's really only one participant, right? There's me and I'm doing, I'm both doing the washing and I'm being washed. Um, in Galilee, these have a special form in the verb, um, which is e, but they also use the ngani form. Okay, so if I wanted to say I, um, I hit myself, um, so say I'm walking past the, the table and I accidentally bumped the table, something like that, I could use this, uh, this, this word galka in Galilee, which means to strike something. And so if I hit myself on the table, I could say galki gali ngani. Okay, so the e bit says it's happening to self and the ngani bit is the participant. Okay, so in those sentences, when we were talking about going and talking about doing something to oneself, there's only one pronoun um, and only one person, one action in the sentence, and we use ngani. Okay, so 
Um, and uh, if you want to know the technical term for this, if you're reading any of the Galilee words that uh, works that we have, this is called the nominative, the nani form. Okay, so you don't need to know this term. You don't need to remember it. You don't need to know what it means. But if you see it in the uh, in the literature on Galilee, or if you're reading a language book or a linguistics book, and and you see something that's called a nominative, usually a nominative pronoun. That that's the nani form. Okay, that's the form you use when there's only one participant in the uh, in the sentence, one one person doing the uh, one set of people or things in the action of the uh, of the verb. Okay, so we're going to use this term nom um, or nani form in the podcast. I'm just going to talk about nani forms. Okay, but in the uh, the written blog and in some other things, you'll see nom or nominative, and we're going to use that as a label to distinguish that type of pronoun from uh, the ngato forms. And so let's now talk about ngato. Okay, so ngato is used with verbs that have two participants. Um, so they have both the person doing the action and the thing that or person that the action is being done to. And nato is used when it's the person do it, when I'm the person doing the action. So if I want to talk about how I, um, I don't know, I saw my chickens or I smell smoke or things like that, the nato is the I and um, so I'm doing the action, but I'm doing the action to something. There's more than one personal thing involved. Okay, so to say I'm do I'm uh, I smell smoke in uh, in Galilee, you would say tupoana ngato wupigala. Okay, so tupoana ngato wupigala, and the ngato bit says that I am doing the action. Now English doesn't really have a distinction like this. Um, so in English we have I, and I is always used to refer to yourself as the subject of a sentence. Okay, so if I am doing the action, it doesn't matter if I'm going or if I'm washing or if I'm looking at my chickens or if I'm eating or smelling smoke or something. It's always I. You know, I do this, I do that, I go, etc. But in Galilee and in a lot of other languages, the I takes different forms, so ngani or ngato, depending on whether you're doing something that involves someone else. Or, or something else, or not. Okay, so if it's just the just you doing the thing, like uh, like going, walking, running, etc., then you use the nani form. But if it involves someone or something else, like smelling something, then you use the ngato form. Um, the word for the other thing. Um, so in our I smell smoke sentence, uh, the the smoke. The smoke is called the object of the verb. So it's the thing that the verb is being done to. Okay. Um, now this might take a little bit of getting used to because uh, you know English doesn't have it. We um, uh, it's not something that uh, people who've grown up with English are particularly used to thinking about. Um, and so we've got some practice sentences uh, here. So you can try and fill in the subject with ngani or ngato, uh, depending on uh, on which one is right. Okay. So uh, we have them written on the blog post, and I'm going to read them out. Okay. So the first one is I feel sick. Munkai gala. And then we have to decide if it's ngato or ngani. Okay, so um, the hint 